0: Hi there, welcome to your podcast for College Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm your host, Father Patrick Wainwright. Today we will speak about death, eternal life, and the resurrection of the body. And at the end, I will give you a simple example that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. The phrase, memento mori, has become a kind of fad lately. You might see it in t-shirts, in tattoos, in decals, and there's even a hashtag, Memento Mori. The phrase means, remember death, or more specifically, remember your death. Now this expression might be even cool in some environments, sometimes even written with like Gothic letters but it has been around in Christian culture for many centuries now. So, while a remembrance of death within the secular world may be tainted with a spirit of despair, even a sense of how limited and frail our life and our existence are, it has quite a different connotation within the Christian culture. As the Catechism says, death is the end of our earthly life. That aspect of death lends urgency to our lives. Remembering our mortality helps us realize that we have only a limited time in which to bring our lives to fulfillment. To the Catechism in number 1007. Now the truth is that our life here on earth is short. And after death comes a life, an existence that is eternal. And it is for that life that God has created us. And if that life is eternal, there is no question that what happens in that life is infinitely more important than what happens in this one. In other words, securing heaven for all eternity is immensely more important than securing a pleasant, enjoyable life in this world. And I have no doubts to affirm and underscore that statement. Obtaining eternal salvation is much more important than having an enjoyable or successful life in this world. And why is this? Because this life here on earth is finite. That is, it will come to an end. Even if we lived for 200 or 300 years, our life would still be finite and limited while life after death is eternal. That is, it never ends. On some occasion, St. Teresa of Avila, when she was a child, would talk with her brother about life in heaven, and she used to be thrilled by the idea of a life without end with God, and she would repeat frequently the words forever, forever, trying to grasp the infinitely profound meaning of those words. Now, to make a comparison, if this life is as big as a grain of sand, eternal life is as big as the whole universe. I remember once a religion teacher I had in high school drew a dot on the whiteboard, and below it a line all across the whiteboard with an arrow point at both ends of the line. And he told us how if our life in this world is like the dot... Eternal life is as long as the line that was below it. So while suffering a lot in this world is tough, it will be much tougher to suffer forever. And while enjoying a good life on this earth seems important, it will be much more important not to miss out in enjoying life with God for all eternity. And that is what, what eternal life is about to be with God forever. you want to enjoy the contemplation of God and the fullness of life forever. God, who is infinite goodness, God who is infinite truth, infinite love, infinite beauty, infinite life, and infinite happiness. That is, in heaven we will be with God, who is everything that fulfills our being to an infinite degree. So in heaven, we will never tire of contemplating, loving, and glorifying God. Now on the contrary, the essence of hell is to be separated from God forever. Separated from that goodness, that truth, that love, that beauty, happiness, and life for all eternity. It is the greatest evil that can happen to any human being who have been created for God. For the human experience or the worldly experience of the person without faith, here lie the greatest certainty and at the same time the greatest uncertainty, right? The greatest certainty is that we will all die. And the greatest uncertainty is that we we don't have any scientific knowledge of what happens after we die. This is why there is typically a cloud of pessimism surrounding death. And many, unfortunately, decide to believe that there is nothing after death. But in Jesus Christ, the reality of death takes a completely new and positive meaning. On the one part, Jesus reveals to us that after death, there is life eternal. Moreover, he reveals that he will raise our bodies and give them a new and glorified life at the end of our human history. Above all, death takes on a new meaning because Christ, who is God, died as well and died to open for us the gates of heaven. So for those who believe in Jesus Christ, death should no longer be a reason for fear. As the Catechism puts it in an awesome way, the obedience of Jesus Christ has transformed the curse of death into a blessing. Moreover, as the Church says in the preface of the Mass for the Dead, death is no longer the end of our existence, but rather a transformation of our existence. We will continue to live after death, first as spiritual beings, because our soul continues to live, and then... After the resurrection, if we are saved, we will continue to live as we are living today, but in a more perfect, fulfilled, and glorified way with no more sorrow or pain. So here are a couple of recommendations for you. First of all, try to remember the reality of death, and in particular, of your death from time to time, especially if you drive by a cemetery or if you have to attend a funeral, or even when you go to sleep, to think about death, not in a negative way, but in a positive way, that one day we will see God forever. And try to remember it with a spirit of faith, entrusting yourself always to the mercy of God. A second thing, remember that according to what Jesus Christ taught us, you have the certainty that there is an eternal life after death and that we are called by God to be with Him forever in heaven. This is a fundamental reason for your positive and hopeful outlook on death. A third thing, together with the church, I encourage you to always be prepared to die well, that is, to die in the state of grace. If you think for any reason that your death is near, Ask for a priest to give you the sacraments, particularly the anointing of the sick and an apostolic blessing. And pray frequently that you may have a holy death. Finally, to the extent that you can, try to help others to believe in God and also to live a holy life so that they may too make it to heaven. In this sense, I'd like to give you a simple anecdote that happened to me, uh, or something that I learned about recently, let's say. My mom died a year ago, on April 16th, at the age of 88. So in these recent weeks, we've been trying to clean up the house where she lived all her life, so my sister has been going through several of her things and cleaning up a little bit. In one of the tables that were in her house, There was a statue of St. Joseph in a sleeping position, which is a common style of statue for St. Joseph because he received several revelations from God through dreams while he was sleeping. So as my sister picked up the statue to clean it, and this happened about a week ago, she found a note below it, signed by my mom. The note said the following, St. Joseph, you can do possible those things that are impossible. I ask you that you help me and my children have a holy death in the grace of God and that we may be able to see God. Thank you, St. Joseph. So you should pray frequently to St. Joseph as well, who is a patron of a holy death, that you and I may make it to heaven. And if you can, say also a prayer for my mom, and for all your loved ones, and I will definitely also pray for them. So that is all for today. If you like this content and you'd like to encourage others to listen, please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and make sure you rate this podcast show in Spotify and in Apple as well. Thanks for listening, may God bless you, and we'll see you next time.